do not adjust your settings or your speakers. I promise you, I know the intro music has not yet started. Um, I just have two housekeeping notes I want to take care of real quick. They are not sponsors. They are something that I am invested in, not financially, just emotionally. Uh, I know I'm talking fast, but uh, the first one is the Battlefield Tattoo Expo. If you've never been to a tattoo expo, it is a great time. There's much more to do than just tattoos. Come out, get great food at some of the food trucks that they have there. Um, it is ran by a gentleman named Chris Potts and his business partner. Uh, it is July 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Wyndham Hotel in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So make sure you go check that out. Like I said, it's, it's the Battlefield Tattoo Expo. Um, it is a great time. I, I went for the first time last year. I helped run it or I helped uh, work it, I should say. Um, I had a blast. There's And like I said, there's much more to do than tattoos. They have piercings. They have all types of crazy stuff going on there that weekend. Uh, and like I said, there's food trucks. So make sure you get down to the, uh, get, uh, the Battlefield Tattoo Expo in Gettysburg again. That is the 8th, the 9th, the 10th at the Wyndham Hotel in Gettysburg, PA. And that is run by Chris Potts. So if you have any questions about it, please feel free to contact him. Um, the second thing I have real quick to talk about before we jump into the best podcast you've ever heard. Probably not, but I'm going to try. All right. So the second thing I want to announce is um, there is a new podcast that started. Uh, it's called The West V Podcast, and that is W-E-S-V-E-E, -E -E, The West V Podcast. It's ran by my buddy, Danny Plot. Shout out to Danny. Uh, if you could, please go over, give him a listen, give him a chance. I know I dive into sports and he's not a sports podcast, but he does talk about sports, uh, pretty frequently. So if you like what I talk about, but you want to get a little more invested into it, uh, as far as sports goes, go over to his podcast, give him a listen. He talks about more than just sports. I don't want to make it sound like a sports podcast, but go over, give him a listen again. That is the West V podcast. That's W E S V E E. Uh, that's ran by Danny Plot. He does it solo. Um, so I, he's just a buddy of mine. So I, again, there's none of this is sponsored. I'm not getting paid to say any of this. I just want to shout both of those things out. So that's the battlefield tattoo expo in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And that's the West V podcast. And that's with my buddy, Danny Plot. He runs it with no further interruptions. Let's get to the podcast, baby. <laughs> Dude, what's up, guys? Hey, I'm going to start this thing energetic as fuck. Um, how are you guys doing? It's Friday. Y'all should be doing great outside of the snow that I just had to trek in to take my daughter to gymnastics and back. <coughs> Wasn't a great time. I drive a Volkswagen Jetta and it honestly wasn't bad. I slid around a little bit, but either way, how you guys doing? Like I said, it's Friday. We know this already. You're probably on your way to work. Maybe you're driving around. Who knows what you're doing? But if you're listening to me, bro, I appreciate it. You have no idea. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it this time. Usually I kind of bullshit about other stuff before I jump into topics and whatnot. 
<laughs> oh, hold on. It wouldn't be social degenerates if uh, I didn't tell you what I'm drinking on. Tonight I got a little bit of Crown Apple whiskey. Um, not my favorite, but you know what? Gets the job done. Gets me a little toasty. Gets me a little warmed up to talk to you people because whether or not you guys know it, not so much anymore, but it is a little nerve-wracking to talk into this microphone because you know somebody's going to listen to it. So, naturally, they're going to judge you off of what you say and everything else. So, I like to get a little toasty beforehand. So, that way, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> mm. So, anyway, I've had a couple people ask me about the name of my podcast and why I named it what I did, Social Degenerates. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you already know that name. Or I'm sure you know it's called this. Uh, I had a couple names in mind. Uh, Social Degenerates kind of stuck out to me because for a long time, even when I was a kid, uh, whenever you'd go to like family functions or functions where you know you're supposed to be presentable and dress nice or not even so much dress nice just you're supposed to act like a gentleman or a lady sorry ladies if you're listening I'm not excluding you but for me I'd go to you know family events uh sporting events stuff like that where you're supposed to act a certain way and dress a certain way and be respectable and stuff like that um but my whole life when I go to these events and I do these things and I'm around people I don't know or I know, it doesn't matter. Most of my close friends know how I am. If you have me on Facebook, you should kind of get a gist of how I am. Uh, I, I really don't care. I do care what people think about me, but I don't. Like, I, 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 I don't like it when people don't like me, as weird as that sounds. There's a lot of people that are like, I don't give a fuck. I do. I really, I genuinely don't like when people don't like me. I like to be liked. Um, however, I don't care about being that straight edge person, if that makes sense. I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I don't fit the mold, I guess. Um, so anyway, fast forward to this name. I made this name. Because when I go to those types of events, I always feel like the outcast because I always say something that gets looks like, you know, you know, the look like when they look out the side of their, their face and they're like, ugh, like, why would he say something like that? <laughs> I've been that way my whole life. I just, I say shit that I know I shouldn't say, but it's funny to me. So I say it and Socially, when I'm in those arenas of trying to be professional or trying to be respectable or whatever, I always say the wrong thing. There's always people that take it the wrong way. Most, most if not all, my friends, when I'm around them, I can say shit and get away with it. And, you know, nobody, nobody's going to bat an eye. They're just going to be like, ah, that's, that's, you know, that's kind of how he is. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but, uh, no, I just, I've always, I've always been socially, uh, kind of, I mean, not to sound cliche, but I've always been kind of a degenerate. Like I just, 
I just say shit that I know is going to go against the grain and it's going to rub people wrong. So that's kind of where the name came about. I just knew I was always socially, I don't want to say awkward, but maybe a little bit. But to the people that know me, they know I'm just trying to make somebody smile. Like I'm just trying to make somebody laugh. I'm not, I, I wouldn't consider myself a bad person. But there's times where I say something that might be too soon, might be a little too rough, uh, whatever that I just, I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how I come off to other people. However, I do want those people to like me. It's a, it's a fucking weird complex, honestly. Uh, I, you know, I just, and I've even done things that had family members look at me different and said things that had family look at me different. And you know, it is what it is. At some point, if you know me long enough, you know that's just how I am. But enough of, well, no, I'm, well, enough of sucking my own dick. I'm going to start this off with a story because I don't tell too many stories about my personal life on this podcast. I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I do. Um, the year was about 2004. I was 14 years old. And for anybody that has me on Facebook, uh, my page on Instagram, Social Degenerates Podcast, I think is what it's called on Instagram, um, or Snapchat, you've already seen a spoiler to what I'm about to talk about. But when I was uh, approximately 14 years old, I was at a park with, well, hold on, let me back up. What I'm about to tell you is a story about arson. <laughs> it's a story about how I got arrested for arson. And it's, like I said, oh, my snap story. It's the most anticlimactic story of anybody that's ever got arrested by arson. You would think, like, somebody that got arrested by arson, they lit a house on fire, they lit a tree on fire, maybe a fucking forest. Uh, you know, something like when you think of arson, you think about crazy people doing wild shit so rewind back to the year 2004 i was 14 years old and me and a buddy were at a park with a couple girls and you know 14 years old your testosterone's running you do dumb shit to try to impress girls or to really just impress anybody in general you just do dumb shit i remember the first time i drank a beer with my dad i was like 17 when i enlisted in the military i had one beer on Christmas at my grandma's house. I had one beer. Like two hours went by. We drove home. That was another half hour. A half hour after that, after I got home, I went to hang out with a couple buddies. And I said I was drunk because I was drinking at my grandma's house. I had one yingling lager. And I was flopping around in the snow and acting like an asshole anyway. My point being, you do dumb shit to try to impress your friends. So I acted like I was drunk off of one beer. So I'm at this park with, with, with my buddy and a couple girls, and I'm like, oh, cool. I have a lighter in my pocket. It's a nice, brisk day. Fall time. Dry leaves everywhere. At this big park. There's not a lot of people there. But I look across the way. There's a mom with her kids, whatever. 
So we're under this pavilion, and I grab my lighter because I was 14 and had a lighter, and I bundled up a bunch of leaves, and I proceed to light them on fire. That was cool. So I did it again, just a bigger pile of leaves on fire. And then I did it again, and unbeknownst to me, which I don't know anything about porter potties, but it could have saved my life, my buddy locked the porter potty from the outside, and I had a burning pile of leaves in my hands, and I wanted to put them out, so I was going to take them into the porter potty and put them in the porter potty, in the water. Now, 14-year-old me didn't realize there's chemicals in that water. Again, I could have put it in there, it could have went out. I could have put it in there, it could have blew up. I have no idea what chemicals are in there. I fucking, I, if you know, tell me, because I, I still this day, what, 16, 17 years later, I still have no idea. But I was going to throw them in this porter potty to put them out, and I couldn't get into the porter potty because my buddy locked it. Anyway, so we're sitting around. We're not, we're kind of just shooting the shit at this pavilion at the table. And next thing I know, I hear cop sirens in the distance. And then I hear them start to get closer. And I'm like, hmm, that's weird. And then I hear them like right on top of us. So me and my friend started walking the opposite way that we could hear the sirens. And the next thing I know, and anybody that grew up in Middletown, Pennsylvania, which is where I grew up, you know, back in those days, Middletown police officers were a bunch of fucking assholes. So I start walking away. Next thing I know, I hear, get on the ground, get on the ground. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I got on the ground. My buddy got on the ground. We get taken to the police station. And at the police station, I remember the cop specific. Oh, let me back up real quick. Hoffer Park, which is where this event took place in Middletown, Pennsylvania. They had just gotten video cameras installed in this park. And we were the first idiots that got caught doing something bad on these fucking video cameras. So fast forward, we're at the police station. And the officers are literally going crazy because, you know, their video cameras work. They got somebody doing bad shit, which in reality, you know, it wasn't really that bad. But whatever. Well, then they call my parents in and his parents in. And I remember specifically the cop told me, and I'm not bullshitting, I'm not like anti-cop, I'm not trying to make it sound like that, but I remember specifically the cop telling me, your parents can leave bruises on you, they can hit you, do not call Child Protective Services. Which, hindsight's twenty twenty. now that I look at it, that was probably a good thing that he said that, because like, if he was like, don't, don't go home and beat your kid, or we're going to come out there, you know... I probably would have done more dumb shit, which I did. I, I have more stories of me getting arrested, but this one's just funny because like whenever I tell somebody I have an arson or I had an arson charge under 18, they kind of look at me like, what the fuck did you do? But then I tell them what happened and it was, it's just like, whatever. Anyway, I know I jump around a lot and I'm sorry for that. It's not cause I'm drunk or anything like that. It's just the way my brain works. Um, 
So the cop tells me that. And then he was convinced that I was trying to burn down the pavilion when the fires that we started were like 10 feet away from this pavilion. And I found out that that lady with her kids that I seen was the one that called the cops ultimately. That bitch. That bitch. Um, so I go home. Obviously, you know, it's that awkward, you're with your parents on the way home. You're in the back seat and nobody is talking. The radio's not on. It's just that awkward, disappointing silence. And we get out of the car. And now, mind you, what I'm about to tell you, I deserved wholeheartedly. This was, I have no problem with what happened after this. But my dad walks in, my mom walks in, and then there I go trailing after. And I noticed my dad stopped in the middle of the kitchen right inside the door. And as I walked in, he punched me right in the face and then yelled at me. I don't really remember what happened after that, but he yelled at me, punched me in the face again, not blaming anybody for that. It was my fault. I fucked up. That was my fuck up. Not that I feel like I really fucked anything up, but you know what I'm saying? I, I did it. I own it. Um, so then later on, I get a, uh, I have to have a fire marshal come meet at my house and ask me a bunch of questions, like crazy questions. And I remember specifically the one question that he asked me was, do you get a twinkle in your eye whenever you see fire? And I'm like, no, no, I, dude, I'm 14. I was just lighting fires just to impress girls. Because that's what 14-year-olds do. They light fires to impress girls. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm a different 14-year-old. So then I had to have him sit at my house for like three hours, sit at my parents' house for like three hours, and we watch videos, and he asked me questions, and all this stupid shit. Um, so then I got 82 hours or 84 hours or something like that of community service at a local church. And I say local, but this motherfucker was all the way across town. Again, I'm sorry to make this so local, but anybody that lives in Middletown, uh, or has lived in Middletown, I lived in Oak Hills. The church was over in, I think Royalton, which for anybody that doesn't, isn't familiar, was probably, 10, 15 miles, maybe. It's been a while since I've lived there, but I think it's probably about about accurate. So my dad giving me that harsh treatment in the wintertime, and again, I deserved it. I'm not <laughs> I deserved it. And he would make me ride my bike all the way to this church to clean for like an hour or two or whatever, every weekend, every weekend, I had to do that in the morning. But I learned a variable, very, very valuable lesson. And now that I'm older, I do get a twinkle in my eye when I see fire. So there's a chance I'm a pyromaniac or a uh, arsonist, whatever they're called. I just like fire, dude. But it is what it is. 
Oh, God. You know, okay. I'm about to get a little political. A little political. I'm going to I'm gonna edge the tip of the wiener on politics here. So don't turn me off just yet. Today is January 6th. I'm going to publish this on January 7th, which is why I said, yay, it's Friday. I'm recording this Thursday night. Today is the anniversary of the quote-unquote insurrection of the Capitol, which if you don't remember, a bunch of MAGA guys ran into the Capitol and sat in Nancy Pelosi's chair and stole a podium and uh, one girl died, Ashley Babbitt, I think her name is, or so, it's something similar to that, got shot by a cop. Um, and I think a couple police officers got assaulted. I, I don't know the full details of it. I really give a shit less. Nothing really happened. It was, there, and of course the left blows it way the fuck out of proportion and they won't shut the fuck up about it because it's like the last thing they have to grasp onto. <laughs> But the MAGA retards that were running in there also aren't fucking smart. So I don't want this to sound like I'm bashing on the left. You know, the, the fucking idiots on the right that rushed into the building that day, which, again, they didn't really uh, they didn't really do a whole lot, but it is what it is. But anyway, Kamala Harris went on a speech today and talked about how... There's dates that will forever be held in our minds and da-da-da. And then she went on to announce the date of Pearl Harbor. Then the date of 9-11, which obviously terror attacks. And then in the same breath, she mentioned January 6th. Oh, you done fucked up, bitch. I don't. I don't think anybody, even on the left, would agree to that sentiment. And if you do, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm telling you that right now, and I'll tell it to your face. If you're listening to this and you don't agree with what I'm saying. If you think the quote-unquote insurrection that happened on January 6, 2021, is even remotely the same as the Twin Towers falling where thousands of people died due to a terrorist attack that started a 20-plus-year war in Iraq and Afghanistan that also took countless lives. Or you think it's the same as fucking Pearl Harbor, dude? Fucking Pearl Harbor. They made a movie about that. They didn't even make a fucking... They made countless movies on 9-11. Where's the fucking movie on January 6th? Why have they not made a movie on January 6th? It's because it's irrelevant. It didn't matter. People were like, it's a, it's a fucking knife to democracy's throat. Shut the fuck up, fucking bitch. Baby back bitch. I don't know, dude. This lunacy, and it's from the right and the left. It's like the right calling this, uh, the vaccine stuff, like comparing it to Nazi Germany. It's like, calm the fuck down. 
Like, I get it because I think the government's way overreaching too. Like, I don't think they should be doing half the shit that they're doing. And I think it's criminal. But to call it Nazi Germany, calm the fuck down. It's not that bad. I'm not getting pushed into a fucking gas chamber. But the left and like the way they pander to the softest humans on the earth. Because let's be real. Like whenever I think of a left wing person, I can't even say a guy or girl because I can't fucking you just don't know. You know, I'm not going to get too deep into that. You know where I'm going with that. But when I, I can't, they're, I'm lost for words right now. Like I just, I just can't deal with the left lunacy that's going on and then comparing that shit. And it's just like, dude, that's a slap in the face to fucking everybody. Like everybody, especially the people that lost their lives or were affected by that. Could you imagine if you lost your son or daughter, husband, wife, uh, whatever, in the World Trade Tower attacks, and then you got this cunt coming on and saying, we got to hold these dates forever in our hearts. And then she fucking tries to compare goddamn um, the quote-unquote insurrection and 9-11. And you just got to be like, are you fucking, are you fucking dumb? How did you, how'd you get here? And why do you only have a 35% approval rating? Are you doing anything? Like, I wish I could get away with doing 35% of my job and still keep my job. I guess that's not very accurate the way I said that. I wish I could get away with 35% of people thinking I'm doing a good job and still have a job. Because if that was the case, I wouldn't have a fucking job. Obviously. But... I don't know, dude. It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. It when I first heard that, I was pissed. I'm like, fucking what? Like I heard the soundbite of her saying it. And I'm like, no, she didn't say that. And then I found out she did it. I'm like, you fucking bitch. You bitch. All right. I'm going to stop tirading on that, but that, it just drives me nuts. It just drives me nuts. You know, dude, I wish I was Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) I know, I know a little change of pace. I had to get it off of that shit. Um, Gordon Ramsay might be one of my heroes. And you know, the thing that sucks is I can cook. Okay. But there's certain things that I cook that I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'll cook it and I feel good, dude. I feel good while I'm cooking it. I'm like, crack pot, get that. Cooking up at that pot. Like that song plays in my head while I'm fucking cooking. And I feel like I'm I'm doing everything right. Like say steak, for example. For whatever reason, and I know this is mostly dudes that listen to this. Fellas, I'm sorry. I'm letting you all down. But when I fucking cook steak, it never comes out the way I want it to. Ever. Ever. Dude, I will watch 800 Gordon Ramsay videos of him cooking steak, and I cannot fucking do it. I mean, it also helps that he's like a two Michelin star winner or something like that. I forget how many he has, but <coughs> it's the fact... <coughs> 
Jesus, sorry, I got a hairball. Um, it's the fact that like I've tried steak on cast iron skillets. I've tried them on regular uh, pans. I've tried them on charcoal grill. I've tried them on propane grill. And one time I'll make it, it'll be fucking amazing. I hit it right on the nail. And then the next time I make it, I'll have a beautiful char on the outside. I'll have those little great marks, you know what I'm talking about? The little X's. I cut it open. I barely cooked the fucking thing. I'm like, what in the fuck, dude? Like, I wish I, I wish that was a food that I could just get right every single time, but for some reason I can't. But I wish I was Gordon Ramsay. I wish I could... I've always told people I wish I could go to culinary school just to learn how to cook. I don't want to go to culinary... I don't want to be a chef. Like, that to me is so stressful being a chef making food fucking it up having to throw it away all that shit i want to go to culinary school just learn how to cook and but the other part of it is i'm so fucking picky i'm so picky and i wish i wasn't dude i look at food it looks great but i just don't have the balls to try it and i know that sounds crazy i think i need to drink more i think that's what it is most of the times I've ever tried food and I ended up liking it is because I was drunk when I ate it. Cocktail sauce. Never tried cocktail sauce in my life. I got drunk at Ocean City and ate it and it was fantastic. I love cocktail sauce now, even when I'm sober. But I'm so picky, so I just don't know if culinary... They'd be like, all right, put the onions on the fucking thing and then, they would, and then try it. And I'd be like, okay... And then I'd look at an onion and be like, I don't want that. It doesn't look appetizing to me. And I definitely won't eat beans or pickles. Beans look like absolute shit. And I have a horror story with pickles. I don't think I've ever told this on air. Um, my sister my sister was babysitting me and her friend. And she told me that I could stay up late with them if I drank the rest of this pickle juice that was in this jar. And there was a good amount of pickle juice. I don't, I don't fucking eat pickles. You, there, I don't know, maybe like a quarter of pickle juice in the jar or so, in a big jar. So I proceeded to drink it, and it was the most disgusting thing. And I know I've talked shit on sauerkraut, but pickle juice might take the fucking cake. Pickle juice is disgusting. And anybody who drinks that shit is disgusting. Apparently it's good for cramps, like if you're cramping up real bad. Take a little swig of that pickle juice, that juice out of that pickle, and it's supposed to be good for you, but man, fuck that shit, you know? I don't like it. Tastes gross, but anyway, so I drank this whole jar of pickle juice, and she never let me stay up late, and ever since then, hated pickles. Your boy hates pickles. I don't like pickles. Um, And then beans just look like shit, like I was saying, but I'm just so picky, but like, I watch Gordon Ramsay and the way he's so masterful with how he makes his food and prepares it and cuts it and flays it and cooks it and all that shit, seasons it. I'm just like, God damn. Like, I just want him. I tell you what, if Gordon Ramsay came here right now and cooked me a meal and just didn't tell me what was in it, I'd eat it, I think. Because what the fuck is that man going to make that doesn't taste good, you know? I just wish I was more like him. I wish I was more like Gordon Ramsay. I don't think I ever will be, but, you know, one can hope. Maybe I'll get a Michelin star one day after I just said I don't want to be a cook. 
I'm going to be a truck driver for the rest of my fucking life. So anyway, dude, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I ain't really got much else to talk about. If there's anything you want to hear me talk about, I don't want to sound like I'm begging or nothing. But sometimes topics get a little dry. And if there's anything you ever want to hear me talk about, just let me know. Let a brother know. Ask me a question. I'll answer it. Fuck it. Uh, Yeah, dude. That's it. That's episode... Fuck, I didn't even say it. That's episode 14. We're already up to 14, baby. We're going to be at 20 by no time. And then we're going to celebrate. Maybe I'll crack open a bottle of like some rare whiskey or something for episode 20. You know? All right, dude. Episode 14's in the bag. Uh, Kamala Harris is a cunt. I'm an arsonist. And Gordon Ramsay is a shit. Deuces, people. <laughs>